Welcome back to Autism, A New Perspective, the podcast show where we help you understand what is going on in the mind of your child. And we always encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee, and in this special podcast, we visit with an RDI mom whose daughter is now 30 years old. Enjoy this inspirational story. This is part two of our topic, Autism in Girls, part two. Uh, and Sharon Sargent is joining me. And Sharon, I have been looking so forward to visiting with you. Uh, it's really a privilege. And I think we're just going to start out with letting you just tell us a little bit about yourself uh, for those who are not aware, have not met you. Okay, so um, I am a mum to three. Um, my children are now all adults. Um, my eldest, Alicia, is was diagnosed on the autism spectrum um, some 27 years ago, which is quite frightening. Um, and then I have another daughter and a son. Um, with um, my, do you want me to go into my journey now, or do you want yeah. me to talk about something? Yeah, okay. go go for it. <clears throat> um, my little sister was born when I was nearly 16 so I had an idea of development child development and when Alicia was just over a year old and knew that something wasn't quite right um, that she wasn't on the typical de developmental path and I then had to try and convince professionals that something wasn't right but back then I didn't know what autism was um, we had no internet, we didn't have a lot of information out there, and they were still quoting autism as one in 10,000. Um, so it took almost two years before somebody listened to me and we got a diagnosis. Um, and from there, um, it was a case of searching and asking the professionals what is available to help my child. I came from a world of IT. There was courses and books for everything. <clears throat> and um, they basically turned around and said, there's nothing. You just need to keep her with you and involve her in everything you do. And I'm thinking, well, how do I do that? I've got a child that doesn't listen to me, doesn't really seem to know I'm there. Um, she would just sit all day, like on a pile of books or in a bank of mud and dig holes and hum. And... It was so difficult to engage her. Um, and so I was a little bit at a loss. And it was many years and, and further nine years before I actually found out about RDI. Now, in the meantime, we did do um, ABA because I found out about our ABA first. Um, and we was one of the first six families in the UK to actually start to get ABA up and running. Um, but very early into our ABA program, I realised that we weren't going to be one of the miracle ABA families. And <clears throat> my daughter was totally dependent on myself and the tutors that um, I was employing to be able to do anything. And she would do just enough to get me off her back, to get everybody off her back. It was, there was nothing spontaneous at all um she wasn't developing friendships and it, although we had a relationship it wasn't it was a little bit off the, the, you know it wasn't quite right I felt more like her teacher than her mum 
Um, you know, I relate, I relate to you so much because our uh, my son is the same age as as your daughter, and so we went through a really similar time frame. And I think, and I've talked to parents, you know, who are, have more newly diagnosed children, and they are amazed that at that time, like you said, it was one in ten thousand. Kind of felt like you'd been struck by lightning or something. Uh, and and there was nothing. We were told uh, there's nothing you can do for him and you need to take care of your other child. So just I think that's a long time ago. But I know and I hear you. It's always a part of my story that whatever interventions we tried were just what was only available, if anything. Absolutely. And we didn't have the Internet, so we couldn't go off searching for all these different programs that possibly were there and all the different advice that was out there that there's now. And to a certain extent, I feel like people now have too much choice. It's just, you know, you're bombarded with all this information. But we were the opposite of that, where you were scrambling to find anything. Um, But, yeah, so we did the ABA program. And and, um, if I put my hands on my heart and I could undo that, I would. Um, because there's things I've had to, like some of the anxiety I think was caused from the ABA program that we were in at that point, and it was more Lovas-like back then. Um, But we found out about RDI through a Yahoo group when the internet suddenly appeared and we could actually be in contact with other parents, you know, via the internet. And there was a parent that had read um, the, one of the activity books and they put a review up. And I thought, okay, there's something in this. And so I ordered um, Solving the Relationship Puzzle and both the um, young adolescent adult book and the younger child book because my daughter was 12 at that point. And so I thought, well, she'd probably fall somewhere between the two. Um, and after reading Solving the Relationship Puzzle, I thought, Okay, there's something here. There's something. This this is the thing that I feel like I've been looking for. Um, but back then, in my head, all we needed to do was form these friendships. We needed to just help with her socialization. You know, everything else I thought we'd covered. But it was from going on, which back then we, um, Dr. Gutstein used to do. Um, it was from attending a four-day parent training and I was in Dr. Sheely's adolescent group and it was during that um, that group when we talked about declarative communication and that evening we tried some of that out with our daughter and it was amazing that we suddenly got this spontaneous communication like just just one phrase where um we'd said to her basically we was in a Chinese restaurant and we said oh you know about the Chinese lanterns and the tutor that we brought with us she turned around and said I've got one of those in my bedroom at home and it took nearly that 45 seconds that you know Dr Shuey suggests you might need for my daughter to actually then turn around and say I like the purple one it was like wow you just did that without somebody saying what's your favorite color you know um so I was hooked. That was two days into the parent training. I was hooked um, and thought, right, yes, definitely onto something here. 
and it was from there um because we were coming all the way over to atlanta for the four-day parent training i'd already lined up an rdi consultant because i thought if i'm coming all the way to america i'm just going to do it all in one go so we tagged on a holiday as well so we spent three weeks in america and traveled to the different places and um we just didn't look back we, we had our assessment and was told some of the things that we could start to put in place and then came away and started to implement our RDI program, which was very different back then, again, because of technology. Um, we would basically put videos onto a DVD, put those in the post um, to our consultant and then have a phone call to talk through what was going on with the video footage. And so the, the videos themselves was almost a month out of date by the time that we started to talk about them so technology the way it is now where you can just upload a video and get feedback almost instantly is amazing you know how much everything's come on i i love that you're sharing that part because for that i'm so grateful Ooh. for all the families um and i actually just moved and i found <laughs> i found all my vhs <laughs> from when I was first getting certified and first started engaging, I mean, it's, it's, it was actually pretty hilarious. <laughs> and I, and I, I probably should digitize them and toss them, but there's something kind of fun about actually having that and remembering that. But it is such a great time. So you are having to wait for a good month to get feedback on the work you were doing with your daughter. And I assume you just kept going. Absolutely. While we was waiting for the feedback, we had our goals and we just basically carried on. Same but different, you know, OK, well, I've, I've tried it with doing it this way. Now I'm going to do this with it. Um, and OK, if I've gone off track, then I'll find that out in in the consultation. And that's basically how we kept on moving forward. And it was from working with that consultant that I set up for her to come and with me do a presentation in the UK so that we could start to bring RDI to the UK and um, she encouraged me to go through the training I think it was about three months into our program and she started to encourage me to do the training and then at the uh, presentation it was the first time I'd done anything like that and I was given the parental view um, there was a, like just over 100 people and I was like, oh goodness you know I'm talking to all these people and um, I got such a rush from it it was just such an adrenaline rush from being able to show our footage and talk through what was happening and the questions and everything and in that actual presentation our consultant at the time she turned around to everybody and said I was going through training and I was still in the process of actually sort of okay I'm going through training <laughs> so yeah, that was the beginning of um, of the next step. Tell us a little bit about, um, and I know it's a it's a long journey, but a little bit about the things that you saw start happening with her that kept you going. Because I know a lot of parents, whether the child is four or twelve or twenty, you know, in the beginning, it's it's hard. And I know for me, there are those things that you start your mouth just kind of falls open. <laughs> Like you said, what she said about the limb. And tell us some, some things that really encouraged you. 
initially, as I said, it was this spontaneous conversation um, and actually feeling like things were opening up. I was starting to understand our relationship to a certain extent. I was starting to understand who she was, um, but also how we interacted together and, and built a different bond. Started That started to happen. But also it was the whole mindset changing of like before that, if, say we were doing cooking together and um, I opened up a recipe, I would be like pointing to words. Now it says do this, add this, do that. Um, where is this? And from changing and moving into that guide mindset, um, I didn't I no longer needed to do those prompts. She started to think for herself and that was really motivating to be able to see her, you know, problem solving and making decisions where she'd been totally relying on me for everything. Um, I'd got to the point where I was saying I was looking for something else. Um, and when I found RDI, where I thought, how am I going to teach her? everything she needs to know I can break all these things down I can do it more like a social story type thing or I can you know when this happens do that but she still needed like if next time she went into a similar situation she didn't recognize the same but different she didn't you know realize all she needed to do was think about what she'd done once before in a different slightly different scenario so it was a case of my having to help her generalize by teaching her in this situation, you do this. In this situation, you do that. Um, and that was a big difference with RDIs to watch her own mind and thinking develop. Um, and I was able to step further and further back. And again, that was motivating because I'd always thought I've got to teach you this rather than I can guide you. Uh, and that was a big difference. I think that's so inspiring. And uh, so inspired from parents when they, they feel stuck or they feel alone uh, and, and wondering about their child's progress. So one of my sweet parents once told me that RDI gave her her daughter back and those things that she thought she would do with her daughter early on and then thought she would never do with her daughter at one point. Um, did you have those same thoughts and feelings? Um, I know, I know for her, it was, I remember her first cooking video. It was, she felt like RDI gave her her daughter back in that sense of being able to have that relationship. Yeah, I would, I would say like the, um, to me, RDI isn't something you do. It's something you feel and it's being emotionally in touch with your partner. You know, whether that's myself, like with some of the clients I work with, or in this case, my daughter. It's, I started to learn who she was. Um, where I thought I knew who she was, suddenly I had this person that was communicating back at me, you know, not just get me off her back. She actually wanted to learn from me. She wanted to be part of it, but I was learning from her too. And so it was very much a partnership in that way um, that I was learning when I needed to step in and when I needed to step back rather than 
overcompensating all the time. And I got to a point actually, we're talking about the overcompensating. Before we started RDI, I was very guilty of talking for her because I used to watch her and see her struggling. And I found it so hard, you know, to just step back and, and let her do it. But it was from doing our RDI program that I got to a point where I thought, no, hold on. She can hold her own here. I don't need to do anything. If she needs me, she'll let me know she needs me. So I started to step back in that way and she took on more responsibility for her own interactions with other people. And that was amazing to watch and be part of too. It's inspiring to listen to. So I can only imagine how it was to feel that empowerment for her. You and I were visiting. I was telling you I have a lot of families with wonderful little girls and, and grown women. You know, what would, would you say to those moms? You know, um, you and I visited that autism presents itself differently in girls. And I think you can really speak to that and to those moms' hearts and dads, too. Um, with Alicia, she's also got um, a learning disorder and a speech and language disorder. So she was affected probably more than some of the girls that we actually see now where they're only just realizing that these individuals are on the autistic spectrum because they're so good at masking so I didn't have any of that masking that I needed to get through and and you know help it was obvious that her autism was a problem um and it was holding her back from reaching the quality of life that she was possibly able to get to um but with some of the cases that um, the girls, young girls, young women that I've worked with, I think it's a lot more complex for them and um, can be a, a, a lot more difficult to unravel. So my circumstance may be different to some of the other um, mums and dads out there because Alicia's case was that it was obvious that there was autism there. Um, yeah, this issue of, of girls and masking is just, it's just really, really hard. I mean, uh, and we're learning more and more about it, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, it's new. It's new to us, too. You know, well, definitely new to me, um, watching these young girls struggling and, and trying to fit in um, and not feeling comfortable in their own skin. That's quite sad. Yeah. Well, and that's what I love about RDI, because we're all about being comfortable mm-hmm. <laughs> in your own skin. Uh, and, and, you know, moving your life forward as comfortable in your own skin. Um, it's not something that, as again, you and I with, with older children heard in the beginning, we were thinking about in our skin. <laughs> and, 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 uh, Thankfully, we've come to this place where we really are talking about those things and also talking about masking because uh, we know those um, school years are challenging when you when you don't have vulnerabilities. You're just vulnerable, period, in school. I can remember being a 12 and 13-year-old girl. Not some of my best memories, and <laughs> and I, most people I talk to, that's the case. Not, not all, but most. 
Uh, and then on top of it, having those vulnerabilities and feeling like, wow, I really have to cover up. Hmm. It is such pressure. I mean, I think the first I sort of heard about masking to a certain extent was um, around those with Tourette's syndrome. That that was my first opening to realising just how difficult and how they hold things together during the day. And then when they get home, they just have to let loose. Um, and I think it's very similar in, you know, with those that are on the spectrum. And there are boys, too, that do the masking. And it's hard for them to hold things together. It's got so much pressure, so much pressure. On energy, I mean... If you think about holding it together through your day, whenever you're in front of someone, the, the energy that takes is exhausting. Um, it's exhausting. Well, I, I, I know your sweet daughter is 30, right? Am I correct? You yeah, just. 30. Wow. Uh, and I know we've got parents who are some days are very encouraging and some days it seems like a long journey so I really think you can speak of hope because tell us about where she is what she's doing and we know everybody's story is different so we know we don't have exact duplications but um, we'd love to hear. Um, Lissy's life started to change when she went to college. Um, it was a, a special needs college attached to um, a mainstream college and they started to listen to what I was saying and my then RDI consultant and they could see that she had potential and helped her and through the college she went and did some work experience in a hospital for an academic school year where she was in three different departments over the year and she took off from that that was that that brought her into her own. She wanted to find a job. She decided that she liked working in admin. Um, she had the support from the college, but also the hospital as well. So they were working together to help get this work experience in place. But at the end of that, there wasn't a job available. And then um, I found a group that was just setting up called Ways Into Work that were helping her um, individuals on the autistic spectrum to gain employment so they support the employer but they also support the individual and um, to be able to hold the job um and she got an apprenticeship like her first placement that she had she had an apprenticeship and she's been working for this company for nearly seven years in the meantime she decided she wanted a boyfriend um and um the first boyfriend that she had, she met through a club that she went to and they were together for about two years and then that didn't work out. And she then she was heartbroken and she had um, a little bit of a space and then decided that she would actually like a, another boyfriend. And there was um, the, a club that actually did like dating. So they matched. So she went out with I think six different boys and then she found the person that she really liked um, and they moved in together you know after a few years um, they moved in together but initially they said they just wanted to get married and we were like no live together first so you know you're not making a mistake um, and then they were going to get married and then the lockdown happened and um, 
everything kept being pushed back. But last October, they finally had their wedding day, um, which was extra special one because I never envisaged that she would actually get married. It was for me, for her to make friends was my dream for her. Um, but actually to, you know, be in this relationship and, and, um, be getting married and so that was that was wonderful but also it was made extra special because we were finally all allowed out <laughs> we could meet people again um and so it was just lovely to have all these friends and family all in the same place celebrating this wonderful occasion you know um and, and it was really lovely so she's still working for the same company they're now living together they're waiting to have their big honeymoon in um, Florida at some point. Um, but at the moment, yeah, they're uh, very happy with where they are. are too. Doing. <laughs> Absolutely. And you um, are too. And yeah, I, the level of independence that she now has, again, it's, got, it's surpassed what I wanted for her, you know. Um, I thought she would need me more on call and she doesn't. She sort of struggles a bit with finances. She had a little bit of help with that. But otherwise, you know, they they work well as a couple. Um, he's also got special needs. He's not diagnosed as autistic, but he's got special needs as well. And they sort of bounce off of each other, their strengths and weaknesses and help each other through, you know, just as couples do. Um so, yeah, it was um, quite amazing. Well, it's so encouraging. And I'm just going to ask you to say a few words uh, here to uh, parents to encourage them during years where they feel like, you know, they just can't, they can't think too far ahead because it's just, I don't know. I don't want to put feelings in people's minds. These are too painful or too frightening. Name your emotion, right? What would you say to them? I think that you just need to keep believing in yourself and um, use RDI. That's what it's there for, you know, um, learn how to scaffold, learn how to step back, learn how to uh, spotlight your child's uniqueness, but also their problem solving skills and their decision making all start to come into play. And that doesn't necessarily mean that only happens for those on the higher end of the spectrum, although that's not politically correct to say anymore, but um, it's not just that there will be changes. I, I don't believe that I've seen a child on the spectrum where the parents are not invested in RDI, where there hasn't been changes for that family and that child. They, may not, they might not reach where Alicia has reached but the quality of life is still going to be immensely improved. If there's one thing, and RDI has taught me many things. So one thing though, is that once we allow ourselves, and, and this is hard and I don't do it all the time. So hypocrite alert, as I like to say, but when we allow ourselves to not be on the world's time and to think, I don't have to do this by this or this by this, my child doesn't, if we, allow the time uh there's no telling uh and i i i was visiting with a, an old friend that i hadn't seen for a long time just happened to run into him and he said you know 
he had been, uh, he had volunteered in a classroom and said, you know, a lot of these kids, and he doesn't know, he's a very sweet man, said they'll just, just never going to get any better. And I was thinking, that's not really true if we want to even say the word better. <laughs> I don't, I don't know that that's the right word, but uh, what I've seen is when we give that time and space, we don't have a crystal ball. We don't know what's going to happen, but what we do know is we'll see growth. And if we can let go of this has to happen at this time and such, it even allows that growth further, I think. But there was teachers along the way that basically said to me, you're wasting your time, your money, your energy. She's never going to be where you're trying to get her. And I think, no, you know, I already see things you don't. I'm, I, You know, you're not keeping me back. Um. I can see this little spark there and I'm going to keep growing that little spark. And that's basically what we've done. There, there were times over the years where it just felt like, oh my goodness. But I think more so before I started doing RDI, um, where I just felt like I, I'm, you know, I would have times when I'd go to bed and cry myself to sleep still. Um, but as we did more and more RDI and I started to see things changing, those times stopped, you know, where I didn't feel like, um, I didn't feel desperate anymore. I think that was the biggest change that I knew I was doing the best I could do um, and seeing some benefits from doing so. And, and that made a big difference. And thank you for joining us for Autism, A New Perspective the podcast show where we help you understand what is going on in the mind of your child. And we always encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee. See you next time.